Does the new intelligence gathering law promote government eavesdropping on U.S. citizens? We'll ask national security reporter Rowan Scarborough. James Walker of Watchman Fellowship tells us about the hot new phenomenon, The Secret, and some San Diego firefighters are suing the city because they were forced to march in a gay pride parade. We'll talk to their attorney. This is Jerry Johnson Live from Criswell College. Join us as we look at today's news from the Christian worldview for Christ and culture. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. I have a dream. It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Welcome to Jerry Johnson Live. For the next hour, this is your place for relevant discussion of topics in the news and in our culture from a Christian perspective. Later in the show, we'll open the toll-free lines for your questions and comments. You may also email us at talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. Now, here is Penna Dexter. It's making its way around the world, and the buzz keeps building. For years on this show, this is what I've been trying to do. It is the secret to creating the life you truly want. Make more money, lose weight, fall in love, land your dream job. Isn't that amazing? This is life-changing. I'm ready for that, yeah. Okay, now the choir's going. Jump in, anybody. Tune in to find out the secret. When When I heard that for the first time, my eyes watered. Criswell Radio Network will be airing a special about The Secret called The Secret Exposed. It will take place on Saturday, August 18th on uh, KCBI and all the Criswell stations. Also, uh, that'll be 12.30 p.m. Central Time. Also on Family Net, 6.30 a.m. Central Time and on the Sirius Channel 151. The Secret is a phenomenon. We are exposing it later in the program. We will talk with James Walker from the Watchman Fellowship. He's written a book about the truth behind the secret. We want to help Christians understand this phenomenon. Well, ladies and gentlemen, also later in the program, we will be talking with Rowan Scarborough about this new law that's been signed, uh, actually passed by the House and Senate, signed by the president on Sunday. The New York Times uh, says that it expands eavesdropping capabilities. Does it invade the privacy of U.S. citizens, or is this necessary for catching terrorists? Uh, Again, we'll discuss that with Rowan Scarborough. He is a national security reporter of 20 years. That will be at 5.15. And uh, also, we want to talk about the presidential race. We try to bring you up to date. And uh, Today, the big story has to do with the wives and the families of some of the candidates. We're going to focus in on one, the daughter of Republican candidate Rudy Giuliani, Caroline Giuliani, 17 years old, Caroline Giuliani. Again, she's 17. She's not supporting her dad, though. She's supporting Barack Obama. My daughter, I love very much. I have uh, great respect for her, and I'm really proud of her, and I... Don't comment on children because I want to give them the maximum degree of privacy. He's giving uh, his daughter privacy. He won't comment. Obviously, there is a bit of a uh, strained relationship there. He also has a strained relationship with his son, Andrew, 21. They aren't talking. 
Uh, Andrew is a Duke University senior. Uh, but Rudy Giuliani says that the news media needs to respect his daughter's privacy, and he's really got no comment. If you want to ask the press to leave the children alone, the best way to do it is not to comment on it, one way or the other, except to say you're very proud of them and you love them very much, which I do. His current wife is also drawing some fire. Of course, these kids are, are the children of another wife, a former wife, uh, but Judith Giuliani it's been talked about lately, and there was a piece in the New York Times earlier this week about her. She's drawing some fire just for probably making some mistakes in the campaign so far. She's never been a political uh, wife before, but she has been married twice. She and Rudy had a secret affair for a year before Mr. Giuliani announced uh, it to the world and to his second wife, Donna Hanover, at a news conference. And uh, so, you know we got to ask the question, should people look into the marriages of presidential candidates, especially Rudy Giuliani? Does that matter, especially to conservatives? Conservatives already have a problem with the pro-choice on abortion stance of Rudy Giuliani. What about his family? Doesn't seem to be able to hold them together too well uh, because both of his children seem to be a bit estranged from him. Dr. Alan Hiffler, chief psychologist at Mammonides Medical Center in New York, says Rudy Giuliani's son, Andrew, actually went public against his father. Now that his daughter appears to be doing the same, here's the conclusion Dr. Hiffler draws. Your children have had little to do with you and virtually turn against you, including endorsing someone who can potentially be your opponent. I think that it gives the public a message that you weren't a great dad. Does this matter, in your opinion, of this presidential candidate? Give us a call, 800-881-9270. There's also a story out there having to do with some firefighters in the city of San Diego. They may be uh, suing the city because they were forced to participate in the city's gay pride parade, actually subjected to vile sexual taunts. Here's a TV news report. Well, disgusting taunts and humiliating gestures for veteran San Diego firefighters are suing the fire department over being forced to participate in last month's gay pride parade. The firefighters claim they were subjected to gross sexual gestures and obscenities while riding on a city fire truck during the event. With us to discuss this is one of the attorneys uh, that is uh, helping these firefighters. He is Sterling Steins. Uh, Mr. Steins, thank you so much for joining us. Sure, no problem. And it's Steyers. I'm sorry. Not at all. Tell Thanks us, for having me on. Tell us about exactly what happened here. This seems a little strange that these guys would be forced to participate in this event. Uh, I tell you, I'm. when I met with these guys, I was blown away uh, that the... San Diego City Fire Department would force these guys to uh, subject themselves to this. Um, what happened was uh, uh, one of the superiors of Captain Giotto, who's the uh, um, the captain of Firehouse uh, Department 5 um, in Hillcrest, uh, which is a community in San Diego, um, one of his superiors uh, indicated to him that he and his crew were going to participate in the parade uh, Captain Giotto, you know, asked him if it was a direct order. His superior came back to him later in the day and, and, and uh, confirmed that, in fact, it was a direct order. And um, our uh, fire chief here in San Diego is an open lesbian, 
And on um, uh, one of the local radio shows yesterday, she actually admitted that the firemen were ordered to participate in the Gay Pride Parade. Now, the parade was three hours long, and, you know, the stuff that goes on there, the stuff that goes on there is just uh, abhorrent and disgusting and pornographic. Um, you know, the, uh, the mayor marched in it, and the fire chief marched in it, and it's surprising um, that they would do that. Uh, if they were to show the Pride Parade on television, they would be fined by the FCC, Mm -hmm. Uh, and if straight people had engaged in that kind of behavior, they would be arrested for lewd behavior. My guest is Sterling Stiers. He is senior associate in the law firm of Charles LaMondry in San Diego. And Sterling, uh, as you mentioned, this fire chief, Tracy Jarman, is an open lesbian. She lives with her domestic partner there in San Diego. And, you know, so I'm not really surprised that she participated and marched in the parade and the and mayor she wants has, to she has for years mm-hmm. and, and yeah you're right it's not surprising but the fact that these guys were encouraged even encouraged but required to march in this seems to me a, a violation of their rights what are you doing about it well we have filed uh, what's called a request for a right to sue uh, with the department of fair uh, employment and housing with the state of california and uh, it's an administrative uh, hurdle before we can actually file a lawsuit against the city fire department. Uh, but that's what we're on our way to do, is file a sexual harassment uh, case against the uh, city fire department. And, uh, you know, these guys are trying to get the policy changed. And i got to tell you, these four guys are some of the bravest guys to be doing this um, in, uh, you know, bravest firefighters in the country to be well, firefighters are brave. They wouldn't be firefighters if they weren't brave. That's right. And to me, uh, this is unbelievable. Uh, they're described, and I'm reading from an article that I found on CNS News that alerted me to this. They're described as devoted husbands and fathers. Now, we're not surprised there. Right. Uh, but in this event, they're subjected to sexually suggestive comments from parade observers. And some of the things that they're saying, as you said, uh, Sterling, they're pretty disgusting. And I can't say them on family radio. I, I couldn't say them on non-family radio. Right. <laughs> Are there gays in the San, uh, San Diego Fire Department besides uh, this fire chief? There, um, I know of uh, one other that's uh, in the uh, Human Resources Department, pretty high up the, the chain uh, there. But um, as far as the other portion of the internal structure, I- I'm not aware of any. Ladies and gentlemen, what do you think of this? Give us a call, 800-881-9270. Sterling Stiers. Sterling Stiers. I'm having a lot of trouble with your name. (laughs) Uh, It's hard to pronounce, but a lot of people have trouble with mine, too. We so appreciate you coming on the program to talk about this. But we do want people to weigh in on this and also on uh, how important it is uh, that we respect the marriage and the family life of a presidential candidate. We're specifically talking about Rudy Giuliani. But, Sterling, uh, when you look at this... um, in a sense, uh, the reason I asked you if there were homosexuals in the fire department, those people should be the ones representing the fire department, uh, department in this parade if you're going to have to have this in the city of San Diego. Absolutely. And, in fact, there was a, a complaint last year. Uh, Chief Jarman, uh, in a statement yesterday, said that uh, there's never been any complaints and that there was an apology, and that's not the case. There have been complaints, and there was no apology to these guys. And, um, you know, the prior complaint suggested, hey, use volunteers and uh, use, um, you know, a fire truck from the uh, Firehouse Museum. Um, and 
you know, the city didn't do anything about it. They swept that complaint under the carpet, and they tried to do the same here. And these four guys are brave enough to stand up and, um, and, and fight for what they think is right. Uh, we're taking your calls at 800-881-9270. Denise is in Bedford. Hi, Denise. Hi, how are you? What do you think of this? I think I just I want to extend my encouragement to these men to follow through with their, their bravery. This is awesome. I think it's an open door that God's, God's opened, so hopefully we can shed some light Amen in that, that. area. I, I, I'm, just, I am, I am just so happy for them. And, and I hope this can be turned out for, to, with, for good and that they do it with class. So what's yeah, the next you step know, on I this? I ask that you, that you do, and, you, and your listeners, Pennant, that, that you guys would continue to pray for these guys, because this is, uh, first, they're subjected to, the, subjected to this humiliation, and when this story broke yesterday, you know, our phones started ringing off the hook. These guys are now under the microscope, so there's an added stress there, and they do need your prayers. Firefighters put their lives on the line uh, for uh, whoever the citizens are in their communities, and they shouldn't be treated this way. Let's go to Sandra in Saginaw. Hi, Sandra. Thanks for calling. Hi. I'm on a cell phone, so I hope you can hear me okay. Sounds fine. I am so proud of guys, and it is so refreshing to hear that Christians are finally taking a stand on this. Uh, I just think it's wonderful, and I just pray for God's favor to be all over this whole case on the from the attorney on down and uh, I just encourage them to plead the blood of Jesus over this whole situation and uh, you know just continue to pray for protection and favor and Amen. I believe they'll come through victorious because I believe people that take a stand for God I believe God's going to honor that Thanks so much, Sandra. And Sterling, it uh, sounds like you're getting some uh, prayer support out there. Our listeners yeah. are behind you, and we appreciate what you're doing for these guys. Hey, my pleasure. You know, this is uh, one of the reasons I became an attorney, and, uh, you know, as a Christian guy myself, it, this is, um, you know, such an important battle in the culture war. Well, it sure is. And thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it, Sterling Stiers. Uh, we will get an update from you as this case progresses. Great. My pleasure. Call me anytime. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming up next, uh, the New York Times describes this new law that was passed by Congress, signed by the president on Sunday. Uh, it has to do with monitoring foreign phone calls and emails by terrorist suspects. Kind of makes it sound in the New York Times like this is a threat to the privacy of U.S. citizens. Well, is it? We're going to ask national security reporter Rowan Scarborough. We'll have that right after this. Generations of ministry leaders have one common point, a ministry education from the Criswell College in Dallas. To date, ministry leaders from the Criswell College are in service all over the world. With the fall term just around the corner, your education can follow this same distinguished path. An education from Criswell is grounded on the Christian worldview, witness, and God's Word, the Bible. The Word and Worldview focus of Criswell gives you a more effective witness to a world that needs Jesus Christ and prepares you for kingdom service. The fall semester registration is August 15th, 16th, and 17th. Classes begin August 20th. See chriswell.edu for details on classes and the Master of Arts in Christian Leadership degree. Criswell students are ready for the challenges of today's ministry environment. 
classes in evangelism, missions, preaching, communications, all are fully accredited and small class sizes point the focus to your success. Find out more at 800-899-0012 and on the web at chriswell.edu. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's Penna Dexter. Throughout history, all the great minds, all the great leaders, all the great achievers, they had something in common. And now the great glimmering of truth can be revealed again. And uh, that is from the trailer of The Secret. We've been talking about it. We're trying to make sure Christians understand the secret behind the secret, the truth behind the secret, and also the dangers behind the secret. A little bit later in the program, we will be talking with James Walker. He is president of Watchman Fellowship. He's also, also author of a book about this whole phenomenon called The Truth Behind the Secret. Uh, we are doing this special on the Criswell Radio Network, and uh, all the Criswell stations will be participating, 12.30 p.m. Central Time, Saturday, August 18th. We're preparing it now. James Walker will be part of that. Uh, June Hunt uh, from Hope for the Heart. Also, Dr. Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory. Jerry Johnson, host of this program, Jerry Johnson Live, and Barry Cameron, pastor of the Crossroads Christian Church, will all be part of this special, and we want to let you know about it, and we're going to give you a preview of some of the truths that we will be covering uh, as we talk with James Walker a little bit later. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, we want to know what you think about the families of the candidates, especially uh, we're focusing today on Rudy Giuliani. Uh, The um, CBS News reports today that Rudy Giuliani loves her. Barack Obama can't wait to meet her. Caroline Giuliani created actually some political waves that we reported on earlier with this Facebook entry that was actually removed later that showed her to be a political liberal and also a backer of Barack Obama. Uh, And then we've also discussed the fact that uh, Rudy Giuliani, of course, has been married twice. He's now married to Judith Nathan Giuliani, with whom he had a one-year secret affair before announcing that uh, he was divorcing his wife, Donna Hanover, and that he would be uh, moving on. Uh, Does this stuff matter to you when you select a presidential candidate? Far from uh, the whole issue of abortion or the social issues that uh, we kind of wonder about some of the Republican candidates on, what about the family? What about a man who can't get his son to talk to him? and whose 17-year-old daughter, not even old enough to vote, will not support him as he's running for president, but does support the candidate of the opposite party. The number to weigh in on that is 800-881-9270. Again, 881-9270. Can you support a candidate uh, that's been divorced twice, that's been unfaithful to their wife? Does that matter in a presidential race? Does that matter? Uh, with regard to your commander-in-chief. We would love to hear from you on that. Um, Apparently, Barack Obama is sort of taking this as a bit of a, uh, I don't know, a compliment in a sense. He wants to meet Caroline Giuliani, but he also uh, is laughing about it, saying it's all very nice. We think it's wonderful that we are attracting support from young people all across the country, uh, basically playing down the fact that uh, this is Rudy Giuliani's daughter. Rudy Giuliani, though, for his part, says that he's the only Republican candidate that can beat Hillary Rodham Clinton. And, uh, you know, 
that may be true. And some folks uh, are willing to swallow their pro-life convictions. They're willing to swallow the idea that uh, homosexuality is sinful and uh, this candidate really supports the gay agenda in many ways and they're willing to vote for him. What about you? Give us a call. We would love to hear from you on that subject. Well, with us now is Rowan Scarborough. Rowan Scarborough, for 20 years, was a veteran reporter uh, with the Washington Times. I've read him for many, many years. Uh, He is also now with the Washington Examiner, and he still covers national security issues. And uh, he has written a new book uh, that really talks about the CIA and how the CIA has been uh, basically, in a sense, sabotaging our national security for years. The book is Sabotage. And uh, Rowan Scarborough, thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. We're so glad to have you with us. And I wanted to ask you about this new bill, uh, the Protect America Act of 2007, that was signed by the president on Sunday. Some critics are saying that this would infringe upon the privacy of American citizens. Can you tell us if that's the case and also exactly what the bill does do? Well, I, I really don't think uh, th- this is a targeted program. This, this is not, there, there's a lot of myths out there about what the National Security Agency does, that it scoops up volumes of communications by the billions and then sifts through it looking for keywords. Believe me, they don't have time to do that. They, they, the NSA targets phone numbers, it targets people, and it targets an area like the tribal area of Pakistan. That is a targeted area because they want to know what's going on in these camps. Well, the problem is, uh, in, this, in, in the 1978 law, the, the, uh, the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, came before we had the Internet or cell phones or satellite phones, for that matter. And so it was outdated. It did not keep up with technology. And so what people in Iraq have encountered, and also Afghanistan is, if they locate the name of a suspect, and then they can locate him sending or her sending emails, if it's an American provider of that email, that means the server where the information is is on U.S. soil. So because they don't know 100% for sure that this person is on foreign land and not in a U.S. resident, They've had to fill out paperwork, submit it to the National Security Agency, which submits it to the Justice Department, which goes to the special FISA court to get permission to look at these emails. So what this law does is it streamlines the process. It says that if the Director of National Intelligence and the AG certify that they, they b- believe that this person is overseas, then they can, they can go to the email provider and look at the email. In other words, intercept the email. They can't. They could not do that before the act. Now they can do it, and it means time. And time is money. Money when you're hunting terrorists. And in the story today, I report about how we they they were they were in 2006. They were after a group of hostage takers, and they came across some emails that they believe belonged to these people, but it was a Yahoo account. So they couldn't. They had to wait several days. They had to fill out paperwork and send it to Washington until they got the okay from the FISA court to go to the provider and look at the emails. Now they won't have to do that. So that's why it's very important in the war on terror. The same thing goes for cell phones. Uh, they, uh, even though two people are talking to each other in Iraq 
if if the call is rooted through the U.S. and these vast networks of fiber optics, then those, those people are treated as U.S. residents for the purpose of getting permission to intercept that call at the, at its nexus. And so you have to go to the FISA court. Now they won't have to do that because the government can certify, hey, it may go through the U.S., but we know these two people, these calls are emanating from foreign territory. And the NSA has basically carte blanche to intercept foreign communications. The problem comes uh, in, in the FISA law in intercepting uh, the telephone calls or emails of a resident. So this now, the process has been streamlined, but it is not carte blanche to start intercepting your phone calls or my phone calls. It's, it's not like that. There is a lot of oversight involved. It sounds like this is uh, going to improve uh, efficiency and speed and uh, just make it easier. I want to ask you, Rowan, my guest is Rowan Scarborough. Uh, his book is Sabotage America's Enemies Within the CIA. And in that book, you describe that uh, little has changed in the intelligence community seen since September 11th, 2001. So is this law... Would you say uh, a way would you could uh, we could really improve that situation in the intelligence community? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the problems in the intelligence community is what happened in the 90s, where the clandestine service was gutted, and and all sorts of CIA bases and some stations were closed around the world. And it's going to take, and probably until the end of this decade, to rebuild the clandestine service and have the the uh, veteran intelligence officers that we need. But this law, surely, so much of this, this war is intelligence and finding the people and their cells, and this law is going to help them do that. Because now, instead of waiting two or three days uh, before they look at somebody's email, they can do it instantly as soon as there's a certification that we believe these people are overseas, not U.S. residents. Okay, great. Well, this helps explain it. We really appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much, Rowan. Rowan Scarborough, again, his book is a great book, Sabotage America's Enemies Within the CIA. Thanks for joining us. Okay, take care. Uh, We're going to go now to McKinney and talk to James. He's got a comment on Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. How are you doing today? Great. Good, good. uh, Good to hear you. Uh, my comment on that would be is I wouldn't really judge a person for their past. It's what they're doing right now at the present time is would be my concern as an American citizen. Um, everybody got uh, a past of some kind or the other, and uh, so we try not to look at the, uh, the negative aspect of a person's past. We always try to uh, keep our focus on what his plans are and where he's at now and for the future. His positions on the issues. Okay, thanks, James. Uh, we appreciate that. Let's go to Chuck in Dallas. Hi. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I wanted to respond to the uh, police issue, I mean the fireman issue. I don't believe anyone should be forced to participate in an event that they are not comfortable or do not wish to participate in. Uh, I would be for them suing them because I think if you participate, you should want to participate. On Giuliano, I agree with the last caller. Uh, we don't know what, I personally don't know what his views are at this point in time. Uh, maybe he's, you know, been forgiven for what he's done in the past, as we all have done things in the past. So those are my comments on okay. those two issues. Great. i got to let you go because we're coming up on a break. Uh, it's not that far past, though. Uh, the marital issue happened right around uh, 9-11, and, uh, you know, 
if a man can't keep his family together and loyal to him, you just kind of got to wonder about their leadership abilities. Well, next up, uh, James Walker will join us. We're going to talk about The Secret. We've got a new special coming up on the Criswell Radio Network, and we want to uh, preview that and talk more about this phenomenon. Listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's Penna Dexter. A year ago, my life had collapsed around me. I'd worked myself into exhaustion. My father died suddenly, and my relationships were in turmoil. Little did I know at the time, out of my greatest despair, was to come the greatest gift. I'd been given a glimpse of a great secret. I began tracing the secret back through history. I couldn't believe all the people who knew this. They were the greatest people in history. All I wanted to do was share the secret with the world. I began searching for people alive today who know the secret. One by one, they began to emerge. That's Rhonda Byrne. Rhonda Byrne from the Blockbuster DVD, The Secret. There's also an audio CD, a website, all kinds of related merchandising, and a best-selling book. It's called The Secret. It's affecting millions across the nation. With us to talk about it is James Walker. He is president of Watchman Fellowship, and he is also the co-author of a new book, The Truth Behind the Secret, a reasoned response to the runaway bestseller. He'll be joining us on our Criswell Radio Network uh, special, The Secret uh, Exposed, taking place on August 18th. And James, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Penna. That is Rhonda Byrne, and uh, you have joined me on this program before to talk about who she is and how she discovered The Secret. Could you kind of give us a review of that? Right. She was at the end of her ropes, and uh, she, she was a, a kind of unknown uh, television producer in Australia, and she said that uh, it, uh, her father had died, she was almost bankrupt, and her daughter gave her an, an obscure 100-year-old book that was just life-transforming trans- for her. And when she got through reading it, she, she thought, how could I live to be 50 years old and never have learned the, the amazing information she had just read? And she said that she later realized why, as she began to research, she found out that the reason she didn't know was because it was a secret that there had been a conspiracy on the part of some wealthy corporations and billionaires people who knew the secret and wanted to keep it away from the general public so she decides that she is going to go on a life quest a mission to make sure everybody in the world learns the secret so she produced the dvd a well-done dvd very popular that became the new york times best-selling blockbuster the secret uh, by published by Simon and Schuster, uh, shot to number one on New York Times bestseller list this year. 
course, Oprah Winfrey had a a role in that uh, because she sort of fell in line with all of this. In fact, this is really up her alley, James. What about you, though? How did you kind of become aware of this? I know you watch these things, but why did you think it was so important to actually write a book about it? Well, at Watchman Fellowship, our ministry is to monitor the spiritual uh, trends and especially involving new religious movements and the occult New Age spirituality. And and while the, the, the secret... It doesn't come across at first glance as being a spiritual book. It is very much, especially in the last sections, it's very much a spiritual book. It takes a person on a quest to God. The problem is it's not leading people to the God of the Bible. And so uh, we were approached by uh, Harvest House publishers about writing a response to that, and and Bob Walter, my co-author, and I, we we, uh, began to research it, and it was just phenomenal some of the things we found out. Uh, about the the secret project. What would you say would be uh, one of the top, say, the top two things Christians need to know about this this and need to understand about it? Well, they need to understand the real source behind it. It it really comes from channeled information, although it's not in the current edition. The original secret DVD, the star of it was a channeler who was channeling a collection of spirit beings and uh, the, the, the real source of this is coming from the spirit world and, and from a New Age type of uh, spirituality. And, and the second thing is it's, uh, it, it basically leads people ultimately to realize that they are God. You, you don't get it until the last section of the book, but uh, Rhonda Byrne, it, it, while she promises you initially that you're going to get health and prosperity and your, your, your financial needs will be taken care of through this, this thing called the secret. By the end of the book, you find out that the real secret is not about things, it's about you. And ultimately, Rhonda Byrne tells you that the big secret is that you are God. Let's open up the phones. The number is 800-881-9270 on the subject of the secret. Have you heard about it? Have you dabbled in it? Do you know anyone who's dabbling in it? Or do you have a question for James Walker about the secret? We've got the expert here. He's written a book on it, and it's called The Truth Behind the Secret, published by Harvest House Publishers. His co-author is Bob Waldrop. And I might mention that James Walker is also, in addition to being president of Watchman Fellowship, he is an adjunct professor at several uh, institutions of higher learning, one of them being the Criswell College, and uh, we're so proud of that. But um, let's go back to this movie, which uh, the actual DVD, The Secret, and uh, hear from some of the guests, from some of the people who have actually found The Secret. Do you know this secret gives you everything you want? Happiness, health, and wealth. You can have, do, or be anything you want. We can have whatever it is that we choose. I don't care how big it is. What kind of a house do you want to live in? Do you want to be a millionaire? What kind of a business do you want to have? Do you want more success? What do you really want? I've seen many miracles take place in people's lives. Uh, Financial miracles, miracles of physical healing, mental healing, healing in relationships. All of this happened because of knowing how to apply the secret. This is the great secret of life. James, uh, who are these people? Well, Rhonda Byrne said that she, in her research, once she discovered the, the secret for herself, she began to look for 
current uh, living people, uh, masters, who knew the secret and were willing to share it publicly. And so uh, in the year that followed, this happened uh, basically 2006, she released the, uh, a well-produced DVD. You just heard a clip of it. This DVD, she identifies about 50, uh, we call them secret tellers. And these, these people uh, come on, their, their collection, some of them are, are somewhat known. Uh, one of the secret tellers is, uh, is uh, Jack Canfield, who's the co-author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. Also, Neil Donald Walsh, who uh, wrote the mega bestseller Conversations with God, which was made into a movie uh, last year. And so, uh, but, but the majority of them are fairly well unknown. Uh, some entrepreneurs, uh, there's uh, some motivational speakers, Bob Proctor. Uh, there's um, one is a feng shui consultant. Um, uh, there's, she has a couple of scientists that she brings on to, uh, to make the case that uh, science, or particularly quantum physics, supposedly proves her secret as well. So this is sort of this law of attraction. Right. Right, the law. Of, the, the big secret is that the three words "thoughts become things." So she calls it the law of attraction, and she says that she's discovered, and, and supposedly science is now proving that whatever a person really thinks about and concentrates on, especially if they tie their emotions into that thought process, that those thoughts go out like radio transmission waves, and the universe must, by this law manifest physically whatever it is you're thinking of. Uh, one of our producers has uh, mentioned that one of the folks on the DVD, John Gray, that you, uh, that you mentioned, wrote uh, the book Men Are From Mars, Women From Venus. Yes. Um, James, um, you know, why is this dangerous for Christians? Because as, as you and I both know, there are Christians who are dabbling in this. They see some biblical concepts in it. And uh, so they, you know, they think they can pick and choose. Is that a dangerous practice? I, I believe so. Uh, again, there are some things in the book that I've, that everybody can agree with. I mean, Christians and everyone. Uh, there's a section in the secret about how we ought to be thankful for what we have and 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 have an attitude of thanksgiving. And certainly, we agree with that. And, and there are elements of positive thinking uh, in there. And and I'm, I'm I think I consider myself to be a positive thinker. I think Christians should set goals and use their minds to be able to plan for the future. Nothing at all wrong with that. The problem is the core teachings of the secret go way beyond any kind of positive mental outlook and, and go to the very crux of uh, uh, the, uh, basically what amounts to a form of Wicca or witchcraft, that you can, by the powers of your mind, you, being God, can create things out of nothing. James, uh, the question that I've asked you before, and I think the answer is fascinating and telling, and that is, why don't why doesn't this get debunked when people try this and it doesn't work? Well, first of all, the, the, the whole problem with anecdotal evidence, the, the book is chock full, the video is chock full of, of stories about people who it seems to work for it uh, for them, and so you have a, you know somebody who's living on the streets, unemployed, and homeless and, and they they learn the secret and five years later they're a millionaire you know your stories the healing of cancer without radiation without going to the doctor and so the problem with anecdotal evidence is what's called the fallacy of false cause and that is you don't really know that the secret is what caused things to happen for you so you know you could for example have a cold uh, and you know, use the principles of the secret and sure enough probably three or four days later you'd feel better 
well, did the secret do that, or was did you just you, were you just healed of the cold? So yeah. there's that problem uh, coupled with this whole idea that uh, people are looking for answers, and when something like the secret promises such huge, wonderful things, it, there's just a tendency, a, hum, a very human tendency, to want to believe it. When you, I think, even for strong Christians, there's James, a can I jump jump in? Can you uh, can you stay with me for the fourth segment? Sure, great. Uh, James Walker is going to stick with us. If you've got questions, comments about The Secret, give us a call, 800-881-9270. Generations of ministry leaders have one common point, a ministry education from the Criswell College in Dallas. To date, ministry leaders from the Criswell College are in service all over the world. With the fall term just around the corner, your education can follow the same distinguished path. An education from Chriswell is grounded on the Christian worldview, witness, and God's Word, the Bible. The Word and Worldview focus of Chriswell gives you a more effective witness to a world that needs Jesus Christ and prepares you for kingdom service. The fall semester registration is August 15th, 16th, and 17th. Classes begin August 20th. See chriswell.edu for details on classes and the Master of Arts in Christian Leadership degree. Chriswell students are ready for the challenges of today's ministry environment. Classes in evangelism, missions, preaching, communications, all are fully accredited and small class sizes point the focus to your success. Find out more at 800-899-0012 and on the web at chriswell.edu. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's Penna Dexter. I'm Sharon Geiger. And I'm Dennis Page. It's said to give the ability to drive your own destiny. And now the great glimmering of truth can be revealed again. August 18th, listen for The Secret Exposed. You can have, do, or be anything. I've seen many miracles take place in people's lives. The Secret Exposed, a Christian News Weekly investigative report that leaves only the truth on the table. August 18th, 12.30 p.m., here on CRN. And my guest, James Walker, will be part of that special. And, James, uh, we were talking about uh, debunking it. And, for instance, if uh, I try the secret, I try to think things into existence, to draw things to me through uh, my thoughts, this whole idea of the law of attraction, and it doesn't work, they can come back to me and they can say, well, just the fact that I'm saying that it doesn't work is causing it not to work, right? Yeah, it's one of those... uh Catch twenty twos. You know, uh, the, any kind of negative or wrong thinking uh, creates that reality. So, if you're trying the secret and and you're thinking it doesn't work, then the very thought itself is creating the failure. So, everything everything comes back on you, and that's uh, even on some of the secular um, reviews in the Washington Post and New York Times. They're they're bringing out the fact that the book, The Secret, presents that uh, there are no victims. And so the the people who are trapped in the mine in in Utah, the uh, the, peop- the victims of the bridge collapse in in uh, Minnesota, uh, September 11th, the Holocaust, all these people really brought these calamities on themselves through wrong thinking. If you accept this idea of the law of attraction and the secret. Okay, uh, Rhonda Burns says, uh, you are God in a physical body. You are spirit in the flesh. You are eternal life expressing itself as you can. You are a cosmic being. You are all power. You are all wisdom. You are all intelligence. You are all perfection. You are magnificence. You are the creator, and you are creating the creation of you on this planet. James, that's blasphemous. 
Yes, it almost sounds like a Christian hymn, except when you say you, you're not talking about God, you're talking about yourself. Okay, so what, I mean, this is a secret, and we know that the gospel of Jesus Christ is not a secret. So, you know, if people are really hurting, and they are wanting something like this, uh, that's the count. The secret is the counterfeit. What's the reality, James? Well, the reality is that uh, all the things that are promised in the secret are really are found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is no secret. Uh, the, the, the secret promises immortality uh, when you realize you're God. The truth of the matter is we can have eternal life when we repent and trust God, trust Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And the, the spiritual quest for, for God uh, is, is a noble thing. The problem is that Rhonda Byrne's secret, you end up finding God in the mirror instead of finding the personal God of the Bible and the uh, Savior, Jesus Christ. James, uh, James, we're looking forward to uh, having you join us uh, for this special on the Criswell uh, Radio Network uh, coming up on August 18th, and we appreciate you being with us today. Thank you so much. That is James Walker, president of Watchman Fellowship, and again, the special Saturday, August 18th on KCBI and uh, KCRN, KSYE, also on FamilyNet at 6.30 a.m. that day on the Sirius Channel 161. And uh, we hope you will join us because you're going to get the take of several people, several experts, uh, and really some wisdom on this uh, phenomenon that uh, is actually kind of spreading across the nation. Uh, it's the secret, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, the gospel of Jesus Christ is uh, really the answer to the problems in life. As a matter of fact, there is no secret to life. Uh, Jesus Christ isn't a secret. He's a free gift. There's a free gift. And when you look at what Satan did in the Garden of Eden, it seems to me that that is the same message that is being sent uh, by this channeler that channeled the secret uh, to the lady that Rhonda Byrne wrote about. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, you need the counterfeit. You need, you need not accept the counterfeit or even really involve yourself with the counterfeit. What you really need is the reality, the truth. Only the truth will set us free. In Isaiah 46, 9, it says, Remember the former things of old. I am God and there is none like me. Human beings cannot be God. We do not have those powers. We are not creators as God is. And in Isaiah 42, 8, it says, I am the Lord. That is my name and my glory, and I will not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. This is really idolatry to say that we can have the power of God, that we can bring things to ourselves, and that these things are more important than our faith in Jesus Christ. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, James Walker did mention this tragedy. Uh, at least it's a brewing tragedy in the state of Utah where a mine collapsed and six men actually are inside. Bob Murray, who is the head of this mine, says that the men's destiny is actually in the hands of God. They're still trying to reach them as quickly as they can. The Lord is determined already, whether they're dead or alive, from the percussion of the earthquake. But it's my job to get to them as quickly as possible and find out. Of course, they're working as hard as they can. There's some question as to whether or not this was an earthquake. Uh, but he did state the truth. The Lord has determined this. 
uh, the Lord determines our destiny. And, uh, you know, as we look at the secret, uh, often, uh, you know, just really the secret to life, I guess, would be to trust the sovereignty of God in our lives. And uh, when we experience problems, when we want to achieve something in our lives, ask for his blessing and for his power. Well, we are taking your calls. Let's go to Elisha in Fort Worth. Elisha, thanks for calling. Hello? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Well, yes, I was just making a comment about the Rudy Giuliani situation. And in contrast to the other presidents we've had, he's actually, you know, not really any different. We just found out about his issues before he became president, actually. But the, the other presidents that we've had also have had dysfunctional families as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when we get to make a choice, though, it uh, it's, uh, I think, wise to consider all the facts and in this case, we do know the facts. And I just find it interesting that uh, the mayor of New York City asked his current wife if uh, if his mistress could stay in Gracie Mansion, the home of the uh, the mayor, with the rest of the family. In other words, he asked Donna Hanover, who he was still married to, if Judith Nathan could actually stay there, too. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That just shows a lack of judgment to me. And it's just something to consider as we consider the other issues that uh, are very much a part of this presidential race. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. I want to mention to you that tomorrow uh, we will uh, have as our guest Dr. Phil Roberts also talking about the secret. And then uh, there's a new push by the Alliance Defense Fund, this uh, group that protects uh, the right of Christians to express themselves across the nation, to protect public prayer and public statements at certain ceremonies. Mike Johnson from the Alliance Defense Fund will join us to talk about that. And, uh, of course, we try to monitor those things uh, as we bring you these programs every day. You know, it's very interesting to look at this phenomenon of the secret and, uh, you know, this whole idea of positive thinking and being positive. We don't want to minimize the idea that we need to be positive, but we need to be positive because of the truth that we know is in the Word of God, and that truth is that Jesus can set you free. Join us tomorrow. You've been listening to Jerry Johnson Live, a Christian worldview radio show. Join Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications, Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. for an hour of relevant discussion of news and culture from a Christian perspective.